0: A Pegasus and a somewhat awfully tired dragon talk football. What could go wrong or right? Good afternoon to you. This is Manny Jones back with the Furries and Football Podcast. I believe this is number number nine? No, number seven. I am getting all the stuff from Discombobulated. No, no, eight. I I, am, I need to get more captain months. Maybe, maybe not. Nonetheless, I am Manny Jones. We are recording this on Friday due to... Uh, some conflicting schedules, but nonetheless, I have the Finn fanatic himself, Mr. Seuss Pegasus. How are you this afternoon?
1: Definitely better than it was earlier this week. Um, more guys, ready to go, talk some football, and we we'll in a wonderful weekend, hopefully. Let's and hope so,
0: man. Let's hope so. Yeah, man.
1: we are just flying by fast, man. Like, it's going to be Halloween and a lot of days at this point, so shh. Yeah, man. <sighs> it's It's going to be a fun stuff.
0: We will get into a look into what happened last week. And what happened uh, during the NFL and the college football landscape, but we got a couple of breaking stuff as we record in this show on a Friday after Thursday night football. We'll talk about that first, but before we go into that, we have some intriguing developments in the uni- with the University of Michigan down over in Ann Arbor. And to summarize it, there is a sign sealing scandal going on in the with the University of Michigan. Now, to summarize it, what the allegation is now. I found this very intriguing Zeus, but Greg Schiano, the head coach of Rutgers, he talking about he even hinted in a halftime interview that there's there's something weird going on. To summarize it the best we can. The accusation is that Michigan has paid a staffer or several staffers to attend the games of upcoming opponents and possible college football playoff matchup opponents in person. Now, sign feeling itself is not illegal. However, in-person scouting of another opposing team during the season is illegal. It's not just illegal in college ball. I was talking to my buddy uh, Mighty Cappy Barr, who's a high school defensive backs coach. It's illegal down there, too. It's just simply you're not allowed to do that.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, um, programs at this level... And just anyone that's been successful for a while, like, I, I, I'm not surprised by this. There's a lot of dirt in the costable landscape. And to have someone, I mean, someone even as big name as Harbaugh resort to this and be accused of this, it's, it's not it's not small stuff. Like, this this is career changing. Like, how it affected Urban Meyer back in the day, except a lot less egregious, but still in a very egregious um, series of events going on at Michigan.
0: In and- Considering, too, I believe he had a four-game ban earlier this season. So
1: self-imposed ban. Self-imposed, oh, there you go.
0: Self-imposed. They had a four-game ban, so, I mean, the punishments might just continue. Here's the a, here's a sad part. I thought the only thing we talk about when it came to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, was the fact that Fox Sports gave gave him a fursona. If you were watching the Michigan-Indiana game, they gave Jim Harbaugh a boa constrictor fursona. I thought that would be the only thing we'd talk about. I thought that horrifying image will be in Zeus's head all damn night long. I I swear to God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just. (laughs) Look, look, look. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen it once and I didn't that I didn't know anyone would do this unless just furries getting involved with the media marketing team at Fox, but my gosh. I, I don't know why who. someone there
0: has to be some furry at Fox Sports that said, Yeah, let's just make Jim Harbaugh Boa constrictor. And it's just what are you doing? I I mean Fox is getting weird with their graphics for one, but it's like, what are you doing? Nonetheless, they have identified the alleged uh staffer he was a low level set by the name of Connor Stallions who is this is breaking news as we're recording this he has been suspended with pay by Michigan athletic director Ward Manuel and to say, say the rule again you know off campus in-person scouting of future opponents is not allowed now we now led now we now we don't have official word yet if Jim Harbaugh knew about he put out a statement saying I do not have any knowledge or information regarding the University of Michigan football program illegally stealing signals nor have I directed any staff member or others to participate in an off-campus scouting assignment I have no awareness of anyone on our staff having done that or having directed that action.
1: So well, do you know what that sounds like, Manny? What does that sound like to you, my friend? It sounds like what Urban Myers said when he claimed, "Oh, I didn't know anything. Therefore, please be easy on me." And then guess what? <laughs> he ended up stepping down and absolutely almost putting Ohio State into quite the tizzy back then.
0: Um, yeah,
1: it's yeah. Like I, I, I. Come on! If you're gonna win at that high level, like I, I am not surprised that they would do anything in their power. A lot of the coaches in top-level power programs. programs. Um, I know I'm putting the temple hat on, but it, I, I'm sure oh. a lot of them absolutely um, resort to, you know, underhanded tactics and recruiting. Like, how, um, to, to, to convince people to go um, to schools like that, um, it has to take more than just we're a good program. Like, I think there's something, if, if there's going to be more investigative journalism on this, I do hope they continue to dig up um, more of these allegations because we got to know. Yeah. Um, college football needs to be... Rele- relegated better, and there has to be some accountability for uh, these defenses. Otherwise, it's just going to be a sport that well, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, and we can't do anything about it. So,
0: Yeah, we'll have to see it, just what us. happens. But we'll have to see what happens with it, of course. Here's my only thing, though. I just want to point this out. You're telling me that if these allegations are true, now they are allegations, and they are still being investigated. Are you telling me that Michigan paid someone to go watch Iowa football? That, listen, I'm taking this from a, uh, what I saw on Twitter. That is not an NCAA violation. That should be an OSHA violation. <laughs> like, you Agreed. you are going to pay someone to watch Iowa? No. No. <laughs> it, so, like, that's the crazy thing itself. And the sad thing is, is that, Harbaugh can recruit, the guy can coach, you, he doesn't have to do this, but you, never, you just never know in college sports, it's like baseball, man, like when, the, I think about the Astros sign stealing scandal, and I won't touch upon it too much, Zeus, but pretty much, the Astros had a camera system that they would get the catcher signs and steal, and they would bang on a trash can to tell the batters, hey, this pitch is coming up, and when it happened, some guys weren't surprised, but some pitchers of the legit said they're not the only team doing it. Every team is doing something, but the Astros really got caught. In fact, the Red Sox later the next year got caught with sign stealing, and the Yankees did it on a smaller level as well. So I think back to that. It's not illegal like it is, like it, like, like it is like it's kind of reminds me of that because it's not illegal in the NCAA. You know, it wasn't considered illegal in baseball either. But the way that it's being done is pretty serious, and we could see rules for it in the future.
1: We better see something. Um, but then again, is the NCAA really in a position to enforce? They're kind of a joke already with the way they schedule and the way they discipline other schools and functions. So I don't know, man. Like, I I, I don't have much faith in in in. in the reporting structure of the NCAA until they show me otherwise. So we'll see how it turns out. But I would not be shocked if Jim, this is Jim Harple's last year at Michigan.
0: Ooh, really?
1: Nope, would not be shocked.
0: Well, we will keep you posted on that news going on. The crazier thing, too, you want to know a crazier thing, too? Michigan State, who they face huge rivalry matchup, they actually considered canceling the game. Because yeah, of the yeah, new yeah. investigation. Michigan State could have said, no, we're not playing them. We have suspicions. Like, like that's how crazy it got.
1: Like I mean, that would that would send a big message and showing how serious they want to take this.
0: Oh, but yeah. of course they're
1: not gonna do they're not they're not gonna do that. That's millions of lost revenue. You wanna mm. play the game. Oh. You want to get your skull the monies.
0: And it's a big rivalry matchup. So we'll keep a big post on that, of course. Let's jump into the other big thing that happened in football. That was of course last night's Uh, Thursday night football game, the Jaguars won 31-24 on Thursday night football on Prime, Uvideo, and Twitch.tv off of a 44-yard touchdown pass to Christian Kirk. However, it was Derek Carr who led a possible game-winning drive, but the ball was dropped in the end zone by Foster Moreau. Jacksonville, 5-2 now. Now, I, want to, I don't think I've ever asked you, what are your thoughts on the Thursday night format? Do you think they should keep that, Zeus, or should they not have it around?
1: No. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan? Not a fan? Not a fan of Thursday night football. I think it's one of the worst ideas, honestly, that the NFL has ever done. Um, just because the way it impacts scheduling and um, unfairly uh, puts one team at disadvantage, especially if they have to travel on such a short week notice um and a lot of these games they're also prone to big injuries and i'll say that i'll bring a big example from last year when Tua got hurt on thursday night football Oof. because he didn't have enough time to recover from you know his questionable concussion back injury whatever i still think it was a back injury but we're not going to dive back into that again yeah um and yeah like thursday night football also has just very sloppy football a lot of mistakes a lot of low offensive scoring a lot of fests that people don't want to watch and last night was the exception like i'm actually surprised i went through the highlights and it was actually a pretty good game between the two teams yeah um yeah just that's just a rarity but that's a rarity when it comes to thursday night football otherwise i just wish they abolish it and just stick to mondays and Sunday nights being the primetime games and if you have to have um i don't know a primetime game of this nature like uh make sure you have a bye week included make sure the teams have enough rest make sure that they consider that so that they're able to uh, not put themselves at risk. But other than that, uh, the Jaguars are definitely a surprise team this season. I would argue right now they're probably the third best team in the AFC behind the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Just yeah. Just what I'm seeing.
0: Yeah, I feel like – I said, I've always felt really highly on Jackson just because been to the area, had a family member that lived out there. Trevor Lawrence, you know, considering he had a what well, someone said of a bruised knee, he didn't he looked pretty darn good in that game, got the game winning touchdown. And, you know, the Saints <clears throat> I I saw a Saints fan be like so mad at Derek Carr this morning, and I'm like I watched that full game because the one thing I will admit I do like about this deal with Prime Video, as much as I don't like Thursday night football, the games are on Twitch for like free. You can just go to twitch.tv slash prime video and there's the game. So I love that. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. I love seeing that. Thing is, though, Derek Carr is not why this team lost this game. There's no I in team, and, you know, I think the Saints have the talent to compete. It's not his fault that the team lost. Um, at the same time, they are having some rough. They had a, He had a blow-up on the sideline at Chris Olave, so maybe something's going on over there. Nonetheless, yeah, Jacksonville, I'm liking how they look. I had them as a... As a, as a team, I picked to go into the playoffs, and you did as well. Uh, so, I mean, I think they got they got the talent, man. They're 5-2. They're 3-0 on the road. Trevor Lawrence breaks the jinx at the Superdome, and he looked pretty darn good last night. We'll see how they continue to play. We'll see how the, the Saints can rebound from that. They're a solid, you know, NFC team. But uh, play calling did not go in their favor on Thursday night. With that... And let's get past uh, Snake Jim Harbaugh behind us. Let's jump Please. into it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get past it, and we'll talk about some of the stuff that happened last week, and it was an intriguing week of college football. Nothing too crazy, save for a really close game between Washington and Oregon.
1: Yeah, that was definitely game of the week. It Ooh. looked of the hype. Um, High high-scoring, affa- uh, high-scoring affair across the board. Both quarterbacks looking on fire. Um, truly, uh, another flex of the Pac-12 here, or will soon be the the, the former Pac-12. The Pac-2. Yeah, I'm very glad Oregon and Washington that they're going to keep this going in the Big Ten because this is definitely a matchup I want to see more of. They're both evenly matched, great programs, and what a game of football! So very good for uh, B, uh for Nick's over there at Oregon showing off. But oh yeah, Washington's QB, um, he's he's a stud too. My, My- MPJ, MPJ, oh, is yeah. gonna push for the Heisman ahead of Caleb Williams. I think he should be the front runner right
0: now. Yeah, and we'll talk about Williams in a second. Yeah, no, Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix, both of those two just showed why they're the glass they're the, they're the of the of the conference right now. And I say, you know, Oregon played well. They did have some big question marks, though. In the final minutes, with Oregon ahead by the score of 33-29, Dan Lanning opted to go for on fourth and three at the Washington forty seven. Bo Nix's pass to Tez Johnson was incomplete, and he got a lot of flack in the media for that call. I mean, put yourself, put, make yourself armchair coach for a second year, Zeus. Fourth and three, 47-yard line of the opposing team, 2 to go. Would you make the call to go for, or would you pin him deep?
1: Um, I don't trust college kickers as much as I do, <laughs> NFL kickers, so... Um... But going for it, you said, the, "You're
0: on 43." That he went off for it on the opposing team's 47-yard line, three yards to gain, and he took a lot of flack for it. Yeah, uh, in the yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, I would have pinned it deep. Um, you have, you, 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 have two offenses absolutely performing that day. You need to be a little safe and trust your defense, make them go the long field. Um, so I think that was a big mistake on Oregon, and that should have been criticized. Um, well, there are times to go ham and and absolutely. Aggressive, but that was not one of them, in my opinion. Not four and one, I understand. Fourth and three, nope, never
0: do it. I'll say this too. I mean, they may manage to make it a game at the end. They had a shot to tie it back up, put it, put them in OT. However, the field goal from Camden Lewis sailed wide, and that was that. Nonetheless, I say Oregon, you know, five and one, I think they still have a chance to make playoffs if possible.
1: Yeah, they certainly should they're they' especially for the top four in the mix um, I don't think this so is, is gonna get two teams in and the only question is Big Ten probably has a bigger shot of getting uh, two teams in but we'll see Oh, yeah now um we'll these games in a bit <laughs> you
0: mentioned USC dude USC and Caleb Williams. Looked very, very rough against the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame as they take home the jeweled shillelagh. Number 21 Notre Dame over number 10 USC, 48-20. to 20, Caleb Williams throwing three interceptions.
1: <laughs> there goes the whole USC season, and I say this because who's coaching the team again? All right, it's the former coach of Oklahoma, prone to... Um, Uh, messing up big games like this and when your offense sputters you don't have the defense to bail you out and that's exactly what happened in this game Notre Dame um even though they took two bad L's this year um they're still they're still a quality program they'll beat they'll beat you if you don't perform and play mistake not play mistake free football three interceptions is way too much for Caleb Williams and I think um that took a hit to his draft stock right there um not much but I mean now there's gonna be questions if he's really the consensus overall number one pick but he still got time to correct course correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and the team, um, I still think, uh, since it wasn't a conference loss, they still have a shot to win the conference title in the Pac 12. So we'll see how they bounce back. But for now, um, yeah, that was ugly. It, that was very ugly. It
0: was not good. And it's so ugly. Uh, you know, people are really getting on Lincoln Riley. So much so, Dan Patrick was reporting that. Lincoln Riley is putting out feelers for an NFL job next year. Seems like he might be wanting to follow Caleb to the NFL. Of course, that is a rumor that is being reported right now, but that is a nugget. Lincoln Riley could be making the jump. I mean, I don't, why would you, I don't know. College coaches just don't work in the NFL, unless you're Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's done a pretty good job for himself, I'll say that. But I don't know what the heck he's doing. USC looked rough, uh, but those are the big two games I remember from last week. Was there anything that caught your right eye last week, Zeus, in college football?
1: Um, yeah, Alabama almost losing at home. I think that was a big. Oh yeah, uh, that was a big opportunity for Arkansas to really do it, and they just kind of dropped the ball there. So, rip. That's why I think Bama's going to take another loss this season. Um, and then I'm not sure who's behind them. I think A and M, but no. 'Cause they beat AM so they'd still be in the front runner. Mm-hmm. So we might have a two lost bama team in the NCAA championship game and it's not gonna be pretty. We'll see.
0: It's gonna um, be intriguing for sure.
1: And then Miami, North Carolina, I think that was a game that's also a season changer. Uh Mario Cristobal's group. Um, you had a really promising season. I thought we we're gonna get the big showdown match with Florida State. And now now I think they could we could easily look at a team that's gonna have it's gonna be seven and five at this point. Like it's it's not good. Where's it? The, where's their mojo? Like, where's their ability to defend? It's not there. Could we? I mean, it's early to say, and there's
0: plenty of games. There's six games up in the year. But, I mean, we talked last week about what the hell he was thinking about not taking that knee when he was up by that point against Georgia Tech. But, I mean, we could look back at that a couple weeks later and say that was when their year really turned upside down.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got Clemson at home. I mean, that's probably going to L. They can mm-hmm. probably beat Virginia. Then you got NC State, Florida State, Louisville. I think they're going to be dogs in all three of those games, and that's four more L's right there. And then you have – I mean, they might barely be eligible. Like, who knows? At this point, they got a rough schedule ahead. I and, will. Go on, sorry. And, yeah, I, I, I think um, if you're a Miami fan, this has got to be extremely deflating to your season.
0: I will say, uh, though, <gasps> there was some good news. Hold on one second. Ah, water went down the wrong way. There was some good news and something really cool from that uh, UNC Miami game. We mentioned a couple weeks ago the tale of Tez Walker, who was a transfer from Kent State that was denied eligibility by the NCAA. They granted him eligibility for the remainder of the year, and in his first game, which was against those Miami Hurricanes. Six receptions, 132 yards, and three touchdowns. Great to see the young man finally get a chance. A suddenly doing the right thing, giving the man his eligibility for the rest of the year, and he balled out in style so cool to see That's, that honestly you love,
1: to, you love to see it yeah
0: 100%. you love to see it indeed a little other scores that happened last week that was a little that was somewhat notable Georgia held on to defeat Vanderbilt 37-20 notable because Brock Bowers their really darn good tight end was lost early I believe it is a lower leg injury no timeline oh, no. thus far on his recovery it's a shame because he is so damn good at this point even if he does come back it might it might be that they had to lay he sits out because of NFL stock could be damaged other than that there wasn't many cr- too crazy matchups save for Oregon State getting the win over UCLA 36 to 24. Let's take a peek real quick at next because there's a matchup that I got circled for next week Zeus. How about a matchup I love watching Ohio State Penn State
1: yeah, that is easily the game of the week. <laughs> and I'm going to say this right now. Yeah? I think this is going to be the upset of the week. Penn State should absolutely go in there and give Ohio State a dose of reality. And the reality is, Ohio State, you got lucky that you're not 5-1 right now with that game at Notre Dame. Yeah? Yeah, Penn State. Um, I can see a win by a touchdown. I think this might be a surprising result that no one's going to see coming. Or at least no one outside the mainstream is going to see coming. So you heard it here here for first, guys.
0: Personally, I'm actually I, – I root for a little bit. I root for Penn State in, in that game a lot. So, I mean, i I like to see what Penn State can do and get a win, you know. Ohio State, you mentioned, they've looked a bit shaky with Kyle McCord. numbers The numbers are good, but it's going to be a very, very, very uh, tough matchup for the Buckeyes. Of course, it's Penn State, Ohio State. You can't get much better than that. great Big 10 matchup. Other games, you got Bama and Tennessee, a great game. That was last year. Tennessee knocking off the Crimson Tide in Knoxville. They'll travel to Tuscaloosa for that game. That should be good Milroe versus Mixon should be a damn good game. And one that I'm intrigued about Zeus. You know, I had this on our li- on our sheet because I love yes. these matchups. The Air Force unbeaten Air Force, might I add, against the Navy. Winner gets a chance to get that Commander-in-Chief trophy because I love me those service schools, Zeus. I love me those service schools. That, even though the spread's 10, it's, it's Air Force and Navy. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be some old-school football. I am down for a game like that.
1: Yeah, Navy's not... Navy's 3-3, three and three, but they, can sur- they got the defense and the... The triple option helps slow down offenses. So, yeah, that's another sneaky good game of the week. Um, Hope it lives up to the hype because Air Force right now. um, I think they're in the driver's seat uh, to win that near six spot for the group of five schools. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a huge game for both sides. Um,
0: Just love those games. Just love those games. Uh, Other game that I I took a look at, of course, Florida State and Duke. Duke 5-1, they'll travel down to Doak Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee. Should be a really darn good game. And is there anything
1: that catches your eye, my friend? Well, I'm curious how USC bounces back against Utah. Both of them suffered pretty bad L's over the weekend. And one of them is going to change their season around, and one of them is going to be out of, the, out of the race for the conference title. So we'll see who prevails. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that game. Um... Let's see what else I'm looking forward to here. Tennessee and Bama's playing as well. Yeah, love that Um, game. Yeah, I don't know why Bama's favorite uh, minus nine. I think it's way too high. I think That's surprising, actually. Yeah, they got something to prove. So if they beat Bama, they're going to get their season right and uh, still compete uh, for sure. Uh, Even though they did lose at Florida, Florida's not going anywhere this year, so they still have a shot um, to win the East and get to that title game if they get past Bama. Can I admit, yeah, that, it's Zeus? It's all week of football.
0: I have one more match that I'm have I'm looking at for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> I have one more The Iowa Hawkeyes. Zeus. They're ranked. They're they're ranked. They're they're ranked! The world is ending because listen, Iowa is ranked. They actually have a chance to possibly make the Big Ten championship game. And they have the worst offense of all time.
1: <laughs> yeah, like who else in their yeah? Who else in their division's performing? Nobody. Um, Wisconsin, maybe, but that's like literally the only competition. He, here's the every, thing, though. Every other school, yeah, it's just bad.
0: Here's the thing, though. They beat Wisconsin <laughs> 15 to six last week. <laughs>
1: So they, oh, have
0: the they have the tiebreaker. They <laughs> have the tiebreaker. I I can't stop giggling at this. because This is, is going to be a matchup for if Iowa wins the division. And listen, their, their OC, who we mentioned before, he has to score 325 points to advance and get a new – to keep his job. He might lose his job, and the team is ranked and bowl eligible. <laughs> This is wacky, and I love it! I love it!
1: We're, uh, we're feeling successfully. How about that? We, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: let's see. So that's the one thing I'm looking at. Now, Zeus, your UCF Knights had a bye. You guys got Oklahoma next. What do you think, you know, what are you looking forward to in that matchup? You're coming off the bye.
1: You got OU. Oh, man. Uh, right to UCF? Um hmm Yeah, we didn't even talk about the top 25 just yet, but we can do that later. Oh, of um, course. All right, so, yeah. UCF's off a of bye week. Um, JRP is healthy again, so he'll be starting this week. Um, and I'm just looking at that line, it was <laughs> at, like, minus 21, and it came to minus 19, now it's minus 17 and a half. Ooh. I'm like, what are people seeing in this UCF team? Like, this is... I mean, granted, I hope we cover and I hope we make it look competitive. Like, that's my only thing. Please don't get blown out like 42 nothing. Like, they need, me, um, that, they need to show me... that They need to show me that they belong in this league and they need all the motivation and good vibes to get before West Virginia next week because, uh, yeah, like, the goal is still to be eligible. They can certainly do it, but UCF, that defense, I hope they a lot of soul-searching and learn how to tackle because if you can't tackle against... Someone like Oklahoma, you're gonna get rolled. Period. Um, they got a stud running back back there, which is what I worry because UCF right now is a bottom. They're a bottom ten rushing defense right now, and that's sad. And I, I understand the reasons why, but man, Gus, you gotta figure it out. Like you still got time to turn around this season. Please get a bowl eligible. Like if you if you're if you don't win six games this year, there's gonna be a lot of there's going to be a lot of criticism going into the offseason, and your seat's going to be on fire for next year already. And I hate, I don't want to go through that. I, don't, I really want to go through that. Yeah. I thought this is still a good hire for UCF, and it can still get the talent. Like, there's a lot of positive going to this league, but I think this game, the goal is to cover, cover the spread, keep it competitive, and show that you have a backbone. You're not going to just fold at the first sign of adversity. That's my hope.
0: I feel that, man. We'll hope hoping the best, of course, for your UCF Knights as they take on a very tough opponent. A quick peek at the AP Top 25. Your top four remains Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Florida State in that exact order. Some movers, though. Washington State up to fifth. Oregon dropped only one. That I actually like just because the simple fact of, you know, they lost but not by much. They looked good in that game. They don't deserve to drop by that much. The big Agreed. loser, though. The big loser, though. USC
1: drops to 18th. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, deserve, though. They did not look like a top 15 team at all after that. And um, other teams performed that week that needed to move up. And I'm glad that Bama didn't move just because they're Bama. They had a rough game at home, so they stayed put at 11. Yeah. Um so I'm happy that the pollsters they're, they're they're definitely showing um pretty good reactions to the week as we inch closer to the first of the CAP playoff poll which comes I believe in week 10 so we're almost yeah, there. Yeah, we're
0: we're almost there. It should be fun. We'll definitely be talking about that for sure on the podcast. One thing I want to take note of of course is an is a team that is approaching the top 25 that isn't bowl, that isn't bol eligible. The Dukes of James Madison the NCAA wow. is screwing these guys. Okay, you want to know wow. how? They are they are an FCS to FBS transfer. Now, for those that don't follow, the FCS ranks like your boy does. James Madison is a pretty darn good FCS, or pretty good FCS program. Uh they actually beat VTech at VTech a, a good while ago, but they were a darn they are a darn good FCS program that made the jump to FBS last year. The rules are those, Zeus. That the team is not bull eligible because when you transition to uh, FBS, you are ineligible for a bull for two seasons.
1: Two Uh, seasons? Yes.
0: One. No. They. It's a two-year. It's a two-year bull eligible. Um. So the thing is, is that like last year they finished eight and three. Actually, got briefly ranked for a little bit. And they filed an application with the NCAA saying, hey, can we play for a bowl game? Because we we wanted to count. What ends up happening is usually they have to play as an independent before they transition over. But because they didn't do that, and they've had one more year in the Colonial Athletic Association, were in the FCS playoffs, and then transitioned, they denied the waiver. Now this year, 7-0. They are unbeaten, approaching the top 25. The class of the East Division of the Sun Belt. And they may not go to a bowl game. Can, they, they may not go to a bowl game. Because the NCAA doesn't want to let these kids play for a damn bowl game. And that infuriates the fuck out of me. Because we had, a, we had a, in basketball, there was a D2 school that went to D1. And they were kicking ass. And you know what the NCAA said? You cannot go to the tournament. You cannot go to the tournament.
1: Yeah, that's bullshit. And if you're performing, just do it. Yeah. What's What's with all the red tape here? Well, here's the issue.
0: Sorry, sorry, go on. No, I'm bad, man. I'm bad, 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 buddy. But
1: yeah, it's like, what's with what's all all the red tape here? Like, you don't. You're not this strict with other regulations in the NCAA, but when it comes to big tournaments and promotion, oh, no, this is too much. We need. We need to be bureaucratic about this. And get the fuck out, man. That's ridiculous. The
0: sad thing about this whole case, I think it was, I want to say it was like Lindenwood. I can't remember what school it was, but they transition. They kick ass at at, at when when their conference, but they can't go to the tournament because they're ineligible. They then get told, we might go to the NA the uh, NIT, but they can't because guess who runs the NIT, the NCAA. So it's like, what the you told these kids they could do this, so that's how it feels to me. It's like this team—it's—they're—they're they're only facing only faced one FCS team this entire year, and they're kicking ass. And they're gonna say, "No, you can't go. You, 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 you can't go bowling." It's ridiculous to me. It, it's just ridiculous to me, Zeus. I can't believe it, man.
1: I can't believe it either. And I'm, I'm actually really upset now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's well—it's like it's App State was good when they transitioned. They didn't get a waiver, but the difference is. App State wasn't unbeaten when they transitioned. This is why it's so frustrating. In it, is. that's why it's just so frustrating. On to though, the NFL landscape. My Steelers were on the bye, and I know one thing is your Dolphins. They had a, a, a bit rough of a start against the Panthers, but managed to win the game 42-21. Talk about that Dolphins game for me, buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was truly a roller coaster of emotions, just typical fan base, um, everyone on the fire Fangio train after going down 14 nothing. but I, I had no fear at all. Yeah, my dad was a little bit eh about the start, uh-huh. but good teams, they find a way to adjust and win, so I'm glad that was something that the Dolphins lacked, lacked doing in the Buffalo game, which they lost, and against a bad team, they made the adjustments, and they kicked ass, they reminded who was the superior competition here. So, overall, a very good week of the for my fans. Another balanced attack. Tua, uh, once again, strengthening his MVP case, playing mistake-free football. Um, and I think he played mistake-free. I'm not sure if he threw any interceptions.
0: Yeah, I'd um, like it.
1: Let's see. Yeah, yeah, just playing a solid game. Mostert, <laughs> Absolutely carving up offenses. Uh, we're getting uh, Jalen Ramsey is starting to practice now, so he may get him back sooner than later. Um, and, yeah, the team slowly but surely is getting healthier and yeah very very proud of my fans uh they're looking great they're easily i think number two right now in the afc um standings wise and i think power ranking wise so uh they gotta keep this up because i know every hater out there's gonna be like they played nobody their schedule is shit but you play who you play you can't control that speaking and, yeah of haters did
0: you Uh-oh. hear about steven a Getting absolutely reamed about his take
1: on Tua. Oh my god, that guy is so. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I defend the brother. That well, brother? He can't play anything. He's got Tyree kill building mouths mouth. Like, come on, man.
0: Stay come off the weed, exactly. So, for those that don't know, don't this is the thing. So, now. His defense was, we weren't talking about Tua, we were talking about Tyreek. Now, here Stephen A. was quoted as saying, I don't know if y'all watching Miami enough. All of these passes ain't for 19, 20, 30, 40 yards. You just got Tua dipping at two yards to Tyreek. Now, that's not so bad of a comment you think, right? Right? Here's the issue with it, though. In the same the the same, the same footage, Zeus, they yep. show footage of Tua dropping fucking long-ass dimes to, to Tyreek, and it's like, why would you say that? Why would yeah. you? And, and I think that was the issue, because he later said, like, he's dropping the passes for two dimes, and Tyreek's going to the house, but it's like, you're acting like he's not throwing the ball deep. It's like, what are you
1: saying, Stephen A.? That is the most overlooked, like, myth of Tua that I've seen. Yeah, he underthrows Tyreek, but a lot of quarterbacks underthrow Tyreek at times, and it's not like really consistent. He's th- those two are a perfect match for each other, and you know, like two, two up, he he can he can both throw it like zingers down the middle and also over the top. Like he's had some beautiful mid to long range throws um, that are on par with, with the elite the NFL. So I don't understand what the case is here. tua has been hit a couple times this year, not as much as previous years, but when he's been hit, he's not holding like. Um, a lawn chair like he yeah this is his best year so far and as long as he keeps playing upright and making the right reads and minimizing mistakes my dudes like stop with the two hate already it's it's just sad yeah it's not it's not annoying it's just sad
0: and his defense was i wasn't talking about him i was talking about trick by the time it's like you made it seem like all tight does is just drop these like short passes on drag routes or slant routes to Tyreek or to his receivers when in actuality Tua is first in the league with six plays over 40 yards the dude can throw the dude has also third in the league with 25 plays that have exceeded 20 passing yards so it's like what are you talking about
1: What, what are you talking about did you want the truth? Oh, you're not ready for the truth, you haters! You can't <laughs> handle
0: the truth! By the way, real quick before we
1: jump into the other games, what did you think about Tyreek's flip? <laughs> what did you think of that? Oh, that was great. <laughs> the dude's having fun out there, um, and he's working hard. Like he, he had to take some plays off because he was starting to cramp up from just outrunning the competition too much. Um, It's silly that the NFL will find him because something like that, I mean, you can market that and that's just something that we should celebrate, not begrudgingly fine and poo-poo upon like come
0: on guys you know what's Just... funny let, let,
1: let him express himself
0: you know what's funny isn't
1: that extreme Let's
0: is it. the nfl posted that video <laughs> the nfl posted that video and then took it down on their twitter dude let the man do it. that if all only if that video didn't stop if cuz it stopped as he was going up for it. if it didn't stop bro that would have been the coolest damn thing ever it already was cool as hell what he did nonetheless nice win for the fins other games that happened uh this week i mean we, you mentioned this would be a close game the browns with pj walker at quarterback shocked the niners
1: 19-17 hell yeah <laughs> the browns this week they absolutely deserve that hype the hype train and what a win! What a win to finally uh, knock off uh, both of the undefeated teams. But for the Browns, um, man, like they're talking, they're talking in that with them at, in the same vein as having historical defenses like since the 80s. It's insane right now, yeah. Wow, that French is going through crazy,
0: crazy game there. Brock Purdy's first loss as a starter again, PJ Walker. Leading the Browns to victory. So, big win for the Browns. Uh the yeah, light- he
1: from, Sorry, what? he from Temple? P.J. Walker, just some no-name.
0: P.J. Walker, I'm pretty sure he was a Temple quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, He's he not did- bad. He played in the XFL for a little bit. That was where he began. You know, he was in the XFL. Uh, was pretty darn good in the XFL before he got a shot as the backup for the Panthers. So, good to see him get an opportunity to play. You know, I like seeing guys that uh, – Grinding their way in spring football, get themselves back into it, of course. Um, other stuff. Lions beat the Buccaneers twenty to six. But I'll tell you one thing. I love the Bucks throwback, dude. The the, the creams- really the creamsicle Bucks. Hey hey, that- Tampa Bay on the on the walls, man. I'm I
1: love nah, that. Man. I, oh no, oh. <laughs> oh It's really? cursed, man. It's a cursed <laughs> uniform. Like that's his bad Juju wearing it, and they showed it on the field. I played a good line. Steam.
0: Look, man, I am a stickler for throwbacks. I am a, I'm just a stickler for throwbacks, and you know, you got the, you got the classic uni, you got the hey hey Tampa Bay wall, the helmet with the logo at midfield. Look, I, mwah, I love me a good throwback, and that was, even though they lost, I know it may be bad luck. Look, man, I love a good throwback, and that was so well done. Lions 5 and 1 3-0 oh on the road. That is just crazy
1: to think about. Oh my god.
0: Yep. And they also get
1: an error because they're now um and everyone's power rankings absolutely topping them. Um at least the top 3 team right now, much deserved. Mm. And for my man Dan Campbell because he used to coach for the Finns, and I just knew there was a good coach in there and absolutely kicking asses here. Taking receives kicking ass. Oh yeah, long way to go, but right now the Lions certainly deserving that preseason hype.
0: For sure, for sure, they're looking pretty damn good. The other big game I I remembered, I watched this one a lot. Cowboys and Chargers. Cowboys somehow escape with a big win, a twenty seventeen win over the Chargers. Uh, Dak only throws for one touchdown, runs just for another, but big big win. It was getting really down to that nitty gritty, and somehow the Cowboys. Leave LA with the dub. I'm sorry. Did you hear me? Or
1: no, say that one more time. Sorry.
0: I am sorry. fine. No, Cowboys uh, beat the Chargers with by, by a good win by the by Dallas. Uh, there was an alleged fan that people thought was an NFL plant. Oh there, Oh, my
1: gosh. Did you I see knew you were that? Bring that up. What?
0: I did see that. Now. They did some research. They did some research. I'm going to, there there is a continuation about this story. Uh, They later revealed that she was actually not a plant. I can understand why people think she was though. Now, if you don't know, if you guys watch back the uh, Chargers Cowboys game, there was this female fan that was having these very animated reactions going crazy. And the cameras just kept getting on her. They thought she was an NFL actor to promote the Chargers who are struggling in Los Angeles.
1: Uh, to yeah, get fans. And it, people can be that exaggerated. Yeah, I can understand why people would think otherwise it's not genuine, but I don't know, just it I, I hope that um that woman is alright, like, you know, dealing with those accusations oh. and just saying I'm a normal person. Please she stop it. Thankfully, she is
0: just fine. Her name is Marianne Doe. She is a farm. Phar- she's a pharmacist for Walgreens. Her husband, uh, a CMO for a big uh, finance company, gives her access to sweet level seats at SoFi that is pretty much right in front of the cameras. Uh, she actually has been working in the area for two decades, and they often attend Chargers games. So she a- she's an actual fan. Let- let's just make that clear. She's an actual fan. She- she's not a AI. She's not a robot. It is what it
1: is. <laughs> people come up with conspiracies for anything these days. Dude, it's, it's insane.
0: And I see, I can understand because somewhat because the Chargers have struggled in Los Angeles, but it doesn't mean that there's actual Chargers fans there. There's actual fans there. Not much, but some. They're
1: there. They're there. They're there. Imagination writes up.
0: <laughs> All right. So we've already had one game in the books for next week of the Next for week seven, uh, Pittsburgh takes on the Rams in SoFi. <laughs> Going to SoFi. I'm not sure what to expect from this game. I know that they did a lot of work um, in the bye week. I still want Matt Canada fired. I could call a better offense, and I just play NCAA on Twitch and I talk football with Zeus. But I hope th- I hope the team goes well. Does well, man. The thing is that. L.A. may not be have the craziest record, there is still something big uh, for the Rams to achieve. The favorite is them by three. I'm not sure how this game goes, but I know it's gonna be another nightmare in hell where I'm gonna want to die, and somehow they're gonna do something that's gonna make pull me back in, or I could be proven wrong. Uh, how do you feel? Your Dolphins though against the Eagles.
1: Well, before that, um, sure. I kind of want to know your. Uh, how's the health of the Steelers right now? Did that bi-week buy- <laughs> do anything good?
0: <laughs> oh, we got rid of Gunnar Ozlewski. That's the only good thing that happened. You can't fill the punt, Gunner. Why were you doing it in the NFL, man? Exactly. Oh you take nothing. Gunnar Ozlewski may be the dumbest punt returner of all time. If y'all don't know, he got this kick. And he tried to toe drag swag it. But it's yep. a punt, and you don't do that. So get the fuck out. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you look back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no
1: more.
0: Uh, so happy with that. Um, <laughs> happy with that, honestly, because dude, dude sucks. Um, still lots of big people that are saying we don't think this team's going to be any good after this game. So. Fan base still very. There's a mix of optimism. Like, come on, guys, let's get into it. There's a mix of this is gonna suck. I hate everything.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, three and three, or, th- or three and three, or three and two right now. Three and two. Uh, three,
0: we three, lead three two. the division, which is the you
1: shouldn't expect this much apathy and this much timidness, but it's bad. I guess they already accepted that. Hey, we're gonna go 9- five hundred again. Let's not celebrate <sighs> it. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: We will see about that. Um but you asked about my Finns. Yes. And what a huge game this week. My Finns going up to the Philadelphia Eagles. It is we're gonna sell this feud once and for all between two Alabama quarterbacks that are part of a successful national championship run. So, Jalen Hurts versus Tua. It's a matchup that I've been looking for all year. It's a chance for the Finns to get some uh get some revenge. I mean not revenge, but just to set the record straight that they can beat the good teams and not get blown away like Buffalo did. And I honestly think they can do it. Um, They got the running game to hang with the Eagles. It's just a matter of, will the defense step up? Will they continue to exploit Hurts to make some bad throws and mistakes? Um, And will they get a pass rush? Because that's been their weakness all year. Not getting a pass rush and then just secondary playing a bit too soft to allow some annoyingly long drives and not getting off the field on third down. So... This is the game where it can definitely be season-defining. If they can get this win, go to six and one. Oh boy! I mean, uh, the hype—the hype around Miami is still going to escalate because oh, yeah. they certainly can play with anybody in the NFL. I think this is the closest imperative we have seen all in a while now. Anyone—anyone um, anyone can win. Oh, anyone that's a playoff team can win a Super Bowl if the cards align right. Yeah. So right now, yeah, Fin's up. Um, I'm going to be at Halloween Hornets this Sunday, so I won't be able to watch the game directly. But, you know, in line, I'll be on my phone. I'll probably be going crazy. Um, Hopefully, seeing my Finns pull out a great victory.
0: Well, hope it goes well for you, my guy. Other big games this week. I mean, there's a lot of teams on the bye this week. Uh, Cincinnati, Dallas, Tennessee, the Jets, the Panthers, and the Texans are all on a bye. You mentioned oh, wow. that big game, Dolphins. That's definitely for me game of the week. Honestly, just looking at this uh, slate of games, you have the four and two Ravens against the five and one Lions at m Bank Stadium in Baltimore. The Bucks. Hosting the Falcons again, Falcons big game. Love that was Matt. Those matches are always pretty fun to watch. Uh, yep. And uh, one that might be pretty pretty competitive, uh, the Colts without a- Anthony Richardson, he's out for the year to repair his shoulder against oh, the Browns. Man. That sucks. He was he was such a so fun to watch. And you got the Cleveland Browns. I believe Sean Watson's coming back. So. Some big games there. Anything that catches your eye, uh, matchup wise, Zeus?
1: Um, Lions Ravens. Yeah. No. Yeah, we mentioned Lions Ravens. Uh, yeah. Chargers and Chiefs might be a sneaky game this week. Ooh, yeah. Um, just a division game. Chargers still looking at wounds after that home loss. And the Chiefs did not look that impressive. Even though everyone's like, oh, they're like the Patriots team, that they're just good in every category, but not outstanding, but that's a Super Bowl caliber team. Chargers, um, as I don't know, like I feel like they always play them close, so I am keeping my eye on that game. That's what I'm hoping for when it comes Ooh. to those two teams.
0: Oh, it should be a good one indeed. Let's talk about the pick pick'em uh, from last week. Uh, Zeus, you went one and two. Uh, mm. Fortunately, was rough for you. Bills could not cover against the Giants. Oh, Titans gosh. against the Ravens. The Texans managed to cover. Texans have been looking pretty solid and. I don't know how the hell this happened, but I went unbeaten. What? What, what, what? <laughs> I, I
1: did that in week two, but you finally got it. So I, I, I,
0: I, I feel good once, you know, but at this now I'm just sitting here, you know, like... What?
1: What? What? What?
0: <laughs> I, I can't believe it. So, of course, we're making three picks of record stands right now. I am nine, seven, and one. Zeus is seven and ten. Would you like to start, my
1: friend? Oh, the pressure is on right now. I got to make some better picks, but I think I know where they're going to be this week. Oh. So, yes, so we're going to start right here um in the northeast cuz I'm looking at that Commanders and Giants game. Really? Cuz yeah, the Giants, okay. They show up on prime time. They shut down the Bills team. They are they're still awful. And I think the Commanders um they got more talent, they got more drive, they got a season they could they could still find a way to win and be and push for that hard spot. So I think the Commanders um, they're going to take care of business and they're going to at least win by more than three points. So um, yeah, um, give me the Giants and uh, the Giants. Give me the Commanders. The commanders mm. to be a road favorite. Um, and at the very least, is get me my first push. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> we shall see. Uh My first pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick a little bit closer down to my the great state of Idaho over here. Packers Broncos. Broncos are coming off the new 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 <laughs> new 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 worst <laughs> game ever, and they got the Packers who are off the bye. Uh, I mean, I think you know with with Jordan Love. I think you know he's getting his legs. as an NFL quarterback. I think Russ, even though he is not the issue in in Denver right now, he's not uh, doing too much to fix it. So I would say I'm taking the Packers. That spread is a one, and I bet I – I'm telling you right now, I think they can cover that. So I am taking the Road Warriors. What a rush against the Broncos in power field
1: at mile high. Broncos country, let's die at this point.
0: It's this cut into the new, 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 new. new, However long YouTube title is, I, if Brandon Perna can make just a title that says just the new, 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 everyone's gonna expect. Oh, it's about the pack, the Broncos again.
1: Well, he he resorted to using exponential or scientific notation at this point. I think it's the He has to at this point. What's your second pick, buddy? All right, second pick. So I feel like I'm going to be stealing this one from you, but oh. I am buying into the hype right here. The oh. Lions against an overrated Ravens team. I know I bet against the Ravens last week, but I'm still calling you out again. Oh. I think I'm going to do it. I think the Lions, they deserve the hype. Um, the Ravens are just not impressing. Um, so I know the A- I know the AFC North teams, they play tough. They have good defenses. But the Lions, they got it. They got. They got. They got something to prove. They got more to prove over here, and I think they'll take care of business against the Ravens as road underdogs. So, I... yep. Once again, I'm not buying the Ravens. Sorry, Ravens. Hate me all you want, but I think the Lions are going to go there and take care of business. Oh, uh, so...
0: you you did steal it from me. You d- you
1: did steal it. That that
0: was what I was looking at. God dang it. Uh, nonetheless, I got my next one in mind, and I'm going to zero in on. That big AFC West matchup, Chargers and Chiefs, over at Arrowhead Stadium in beautiful KC, Missouri. Line for that is five and a half. And considering how good Kansas City has been, their only loss being to the Lions, who we know are good, they're going to have their work cut out for them. Chargers got a good attack. But, I mean, hey, Cowboys could do it. I am going to say, hmm... It's it's a large spread over. You, if you pick the over, smart choice. If I'm, I'm being real with you, that's a smart iron choice. You know, I think the Chiefs will do it, but I don't think they cover. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't think they
1: cover. I. Uh, you know what? That was actually something I was going to suggest too. Um, you didn't really steal it from me, but I was heavily considering that one. Yeah, because. It- it's a good matchup, but the, the 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 spread is high, you know. And the other thing too is just
0: Tartars look good, man. They look Wait, good, man. Like I, I may be getting my, 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 my vernacular wrong. Apologies. <laughs> I apologize on no snow. I am bad with verna it's been a long Zeus, I've been up since like two in the morning. I
1: am mm-hmm. I am I am running on a lead
0: mixture! <laughs> God, what's, your, what's your next pick, homie?
1: <laughs> well, they're currently favored minus, so I just put plus five and a half. Appreciate, uh, you, appreciate you. Appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, I can fix that for you later. Nah, you right. good. You're good. Okay. So, I mean, I can go with maybe the homer pick with Dolphins and Eagles, but, I mean, that's that's a game I want to stay away from. I don't want to jinx my team right here. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. so I think my last pick. Oof. Oof, 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 oof. I might want to go with. Should I go for three for three on three three point spreads? No, screw that. Oh, we're gonna pick on another team this week. Who's that? And that's gonna be the Browns at the Colts. <laughs> okay. So sorry, Colts, without with without without your QB, I don't think you got an mm-hmm. offense to speak of. So I think the Browns are a clearly superior team. Um, they'll shut down the Colts game, and I think three and a half is. Something I think they can cover. I think they can win by four. So give me the Browns as road favorites. And yeah, it's just gonna be. I'm just gonna put this bully Zeus. I'm I'm bullying teams right now. Bully Zeus. <laughs> Zeus
0: is Zeus is Zeus is just feeling feisty on this podcast. Yeah, just, Good God.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, when you lose your quarterback, that's a big loss. Um, and the Jaguars just showed how bad the Colts can be without that. And they don't have that spark. So what are the Colts playing for? Really, just draft position. So. Um, yeah, give me the brownies. I, I am, I am buying into them. So buying on the Browns, selling on the Ravens is gonna be my theme this week.
0: This over here is just looking at the teams he's picking against. He's just going, you know.
1: Yo, you're gonna die.
0: You are gonna die. I guarantee it, <laughs> uh, bro. It's bully. <laughs> and, I gotta make
1: some plays. It, it's hard picks this week, man. There's yeah, high spreads and lots
0: of teams on buys. So there's not much to go for, man. As for my final uh, pick of the of the of this stream before we uh, this stream, what I need more caffeine? Uh, final pick of this podcast. Uh, I will rock with a pretty good game. I like. I, I went to Tampa again. Uh, a Tampa game last week. I'll go with them again. Tampa and the Falcons. Desmond Ritter looks very 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 rough. I'll be real with you. I want to make T the guy do well. He is not a fit for that run focus scheme that Arthur Blank is running. I know he looked rough against uh, the Lions, but I will take those Buccaneers with the spread of two and a half over the Falcons. Hey, hey, Tampa Bay, the Bucs are hot and ready to play. Hey, hey, Tampa Bay, feel the power. <laughs> hey <laughs> listen it had their throwback. I had to do it. I had to do it at least once
1: <laughs> I don't blame you man but this is overall gonna be another this is gonna be a critical week in the NFL um, a lot of races uh, continuing on we're not, we're not at the halfway point yet but man um, I'm really pulling for um, a lot of things to fall in place not only my fans but just just in general this week um, <laughs> there's, there hasn't been a single boring NFL week so far and I'm sure that's gonna continue We'll see uh, how it rocks. Uh, Zeus, best of luck uh, to your
0: teams this week. Both UCF and the Finns are in big games. Any final thoughts?
1: God, if UCF wins next week, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to be as hype as I can. <laughs> if, if, they <laughs> win,
0: if, if they win, if they win, we need to start the first five minutes just you going crazy. I, you, you got it? You got it? <laughs> I promise you. I will. I, I will
1: promise you that.
0: Alrighty, my friend. Well, that'll do it for me and Zeus here on the Furries and Football Podcast. Thanks to again my co-host Zeus Pegasus for another fun discussion on the world of football. I am Manny Jones. Thank you once again for listening to the Furries Football Podcast, number eight, heard on iHeartMedia, i'm on Google Podcasts now, Podbean, and Player FM. Till next time, we'll see if Zeus gets hyped up for those UCF nights next week. Till next time,
1: right here.